There goes our record again. Progress. I found some new ones just now. Woo. All right. We're all here. Yay. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get started. Roll the music. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds that funny. Sounds, that sounds funny. That sounds funny. That sounds funny. Right, this is this podcast. That sounds funny. And you know, it just occurred to me. I almost said story, and I noticed last week I said story. <laughs> oh my, confusing opening. Uh, this is the uh, the week of June 29th, two thousand twenty-one. Episode 35. We are two blind brothers and a blind sister telling it the way we see it. I am your host, Keith, and with me are Jay and Jill. All right. We are all present and accounted for. Yep. We're just not accountable, I guess. Huh? <laughs> 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 well, we'd like to start out with what's new. Does anyone Anything have a question? New happening lately? It could be a classic family story. Uh, of course, just... there's always new things happening at my house. Yeah, never a dull moment, huh? Uh, um, my husband went and bought a VCR off Marketplace today because we oh, had one, but I, I, yeah, an old, old antique. <laughs> an, an, an antique DVD, right? Yeah. Well, you have to rewind it. Right, and so he found a bunch of VCR tapes, once again, old, old retro, <laughs> yeah. that had dates on them because we used to record our kids when they were little, and we were just, before this recording, watching some of them from when our son, which is 27 years old, was six or uh, seven months old. <laughs> yeah. And then my daughter, that's, my daughter that's 38 was eight years old, so now I really feel old. <laughs> We, we, we should play a few moments of that on our podcast. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's an audio podcast. <laughs> that would be pretty funny, but that's my weekly update because uh, yeah, that brought back some memories. Well, I have well, a I funny thought, story. But... Yeah, cause I, I, go ahead because I don't have anything written down. I thought I did, but I did not. Um, I have a funny story. Um, I have to put in a little backstory, but first I just wanted to say um, a funny thing happened. Um, it seems as though sometimes when we record our podcasts, um, we might hear my two little or three little doggies in the background barking. Yeah. Whenever I play the podcast back, when the dogs start barking, the dogs start barking at themselves. <laughs> They're answering themselves. Hey, that's me. I go, that's <laughs> Who are those annoying dogs on that podcast? <laughs> They're in the house barking. It's like, that's you guys. Stop it. But anyway, um, story was uh, about, Who are those strange dogs in here? <laughs> about our mom. Our mom, Mary Kay Halsey. I guess we could say her name because she's deceased now. But yeah. anyway. Any stalkers want to find her? She's over here in the cemetery. Well, at the cemetery, go look her up. <laughs> but uh, she was a very large woman. She was addicted to food. Well, aren't we all? <laughs> and uh, she, uh, I was staying over here in between my my wives when I get divorced and move back in with my mom. <laughs> I lived with her after being blind, which 
had to be between wife three and number four. But anyway, that's a different story. But um, we were hungry. And so she's like, hey, let's make taco salad. And I'm like, well, I've never made taco salad. She's like, well, I don't know how to make it, but I'll let you put it together. So we got out what us healthies like to call a popcorn bowl, which is a Tupperware bowl, which is uh, the largest one they make. 32, <laughs> like 32 cups. My wife's informing me. 32 cups bowl from Tupperware. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, okay, well, here's a bag of chips. Go ahead and open them up, put them in the bowl. So I did. And then we put in all the other ingredients. Here's the cheese in there. Here's the lettuce, put it in there. Here's some black olives, put it in there. Here's some sour cream. Here, put the refried beans in or heat up the refried beans. We cooked the meat and we put it all in there and mixed it all up, you know, and everything. Yeah. Mixed it all up in this big bowl. And then we ate a plate or two of it. And it was, oh, it was good right then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then for, dun, dun, dun. For, for dinner, for dinner, we had taco salad for dinner and it was still pretty good. We ate it for dinner. And that was all right. And then we put it in the fridge the next day for lunch. Guess what we had? Leftover taco salad. <laughs> so how are we supposed to do this? You know, so we put it in the microwave, heated it up. Oh, okay. It's, it's not too bad. And then for dinner, we ate taco salad again. And so then it wasn't too bad. By the third day, it was kind of soggy. And it's like, so what do we do? <laughs> like, well, here's another bag of chips. Opened up and put the chips in there. I don't think this is the right way to do it, mom. And so I think we ate it for almost a week, you know, every, wow. for morning and night. I, go, I, don't well, know I, I, I don't know about a week, but certainly a couple of days if you had that, that much in that big old huge bowl. <laughs> and so, and so that was just one of the stories. I've got other ones about cooking stuff with, with mom, but well, here's a tip for anybody that don't know. When we make it ourselves at my house, we don't put the hot you stuff in with the cold stuff. You don't put the yeah. chips in the. You put the chips on your plate. Yeah, yeah, the, the, but you you could actually put all the cold stuff together and the chips. Right, Just right, don't put right. the hot stuff in until you put it on your plate and stir yeah, it. Nice tomatoes and. You always want to mix it so you, like Jill said, you, you had the stuff that would be hot, like the beans and stuff, separate from the I'm sour sure cream. The whole cheese. crew, like Keith has, and then you might I've, mix it all together because I'm sure his family would eat it all when you got eight people. <laughs> yeah. but I have, I have since then learned how to do it. The <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I've yeah, we have that have a taco <laughs> salad that way. Uh, it, it usually gets devoured up pretty well, but we don't make a huge. <laughs> Uh, bowl full of it like that. Uh, we have have tacos, man. Josh, you'll gobble up those things. That that or when we have hot dogs, you can eat a whole pack by itself. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and he's only five, or is he six? He's he. How old is he? He he is uh, gonna be six, I think. Give me seven on his birthday. Wow. So for a little guy, when Tell another funny story hockey, about them. Was, he can put them away when he wants to. Yeah, it sounds like it. Well, uh, I honestly thought I had something written down, but I was just looking at my notes and I, I'm drawing a blank. I guess I could say, you know, do our usual housekeeping uh, spiel. Or you could. The, the webpage that sounds funny.com. We have a donate button up near the top. Click it and donate us money. We're trying to get some funds up so we can have a paid Zoom account. 
so we don't have to be booted off every uh, 40 or so minutes. Uh, not that the listener would really know because we try to you know, do some creative editing sometimes. <laughs> but yes, we, you do. <laughs> didn't you say we had an email or something? Or some, uh, yeah, we do. Well, I'll get to that later. later. Yeah, that's right. later. Yeah. Oh, my dog's oh, even barking me to stuff. Yeah, there they <laughs> go again. Uh, it, 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 it's like leaving a postcard for herself later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, dog, you bookmarked it. We'll bookmark that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this is where yeah. I like to bring in holidays. Happy holiday. May the calendar keep bringing happy holidays. Today is Hug Holiday, for those who didn't know. Oh, if if you haven't went out there hugging National Hug Somebody Day. Oh, or you could eat hugs that Candy Hershey makes. Instead of kisses, they make hugs. As long as it's not Huggies Day. Ooh, Huggy diapers, yeah. They want to eat those. <laughs> no, but you can use them. <laughs> oh. Well, that's not. I don't want to use any. It's also <laughs> National Camera Day, so take a picture of people while you're hugging uh wimbledon is today i guess that's news to me wimbledon is of course the big tennis uh match Uh, okay and june 30th the last day of the month tomorrow wednesday uh international asteroid day Uh, play asteroids from atari social media day yeah social media day and that closes out the holidays of the month of June. Oh, June. Social media like America Online. <laughs> That's <Facebook. now. laughs> to uh, get going with our July holidays. Oh, and Facebook. by the way, uh, this may not make it on the podcast feed until actually on Thursday. So that being the case. That's July, July 1st, 1st, Thursday, if you're listening to this today. It's Canada Day. Oh, Canada. Well, that one. Yeah. It's also yeah. International Chicken Wing Day. Huh. Which is not like a chicken dance, I guess. So. <laughs> Eat it's, all the chicken. It is International Joke want. Day. <laughs> so get those dad <laughs> jokes ready. <laughs> I may, may have to do some extra ones on that day. Definitely. It is Keddy Cody Day, whatever the heck that is. All said to the special interest. Do not know. No Moving interest. on to uh, July 2nd, Friday, National Long Trousers Day. So wear your big boy pants that day, your long <laughs> pants, uh, shorts, pants, long pants. <laughs> uh, World UFO Day. Watch out for UFOs. Watch out for ET out there. Yeah. Let's see. July third, Saturday. In- International Plastic Bag Free Day. What? You don't use plastic bags on that day, I guess. I guess not. Paper only. Mm-hmm. You go to check out and say plastic or paper. Say paper, of course. Plastic free. Uh, it is oh. National Compliment Your Mirror Day. Your mirror. Hey, Mary, you're mighty good looking today. Wow. <laughs> you're flexing those pecs pretty good. Wow. 
It's National Friday Clam Day. Hmm. National Stay Out of the Sunday. Speaking of Sunday, time. July 4th, <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> uh, the first day of, oh, come on. It's one of those weird things. N A I D O C. It's an acronym. I haven't got a clue what it means. Nay, I don't co. <laughs> but if someone knows what it is, it lasts all week. <laughs> oh. Of course, it is Independence Day. And it's my grandson's sixth birthday, the 4th of July. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah. The real Independence Day, not the other fake Independence Days. But Anyway, uh, wrapping out our week of holidays, July 5th, Monday, National Bikini Day. I knew we had oh. one there somewhere. You guys going to wear your Speedos? Uh, we, we should. I'll, I'll be wearing my under my clothes. So. <laughs> uh, National Workaholics Day. Oh, there, there's a good one. Wear your bikini, you workaholics out there. <laughs> Go to work in your bikini. Yes, definitely. Anyway, that's the holiday. A lot of awful lot of them in July this June and July this week. So <laughs> there we go. Uh, so now it's time where we like news. to move on to our news segments. Talk about weird, funny news out there. And there's always lots of. There's plenty of regular weird funky news when it comes to politicians and what they do. <laughs> but uh, we're going to talk about other stuff. So what's who's got some other stuff in? I got one to start off. Summer Go ahead. Sort of. Here's the headline. This was just in the UPI news just before the show. So I had to pull it out. Nude sunbathers are rescued from the woods after being spooked by a deer <laughs> in, in, the, in Australia, in the state of New South Wales. But it's winter in, in Australia right now. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it's winter in Australia. What are they sunbathing in the nude? Two, two males, one was 30 and one 49 was bathing nude breaking coronavirus restrictions yeah and they didn't have their masks on yeah said they should have a mask on out there then uh, they are issued them fines because they ran into the woods after being spooked by that they were ticketed for break breaking restrictions of coronavirus and they they uh what was it there's name Tom? Was no, Bambi. A, pe a peeping Tom? <laughs> no. peeping oh, wait. They were, the men were age 34, $760 for breaking the, the, the rules after they spent all this time searching for the men. Because the thing was, was they went into the woods, but then they there got... There were two men sunbathing? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I thought <laughs> I was, I was, I, I, I had a girl sunbathing. <laughs> 
There was it all naked men sunbathing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were spooked by a deer. <laughs> I said, what are you guys doing? <laughs> but you got lost like Hansel and Gretel. Broke back Australia or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back Australia? <laughs> and, and so <laughs> they had to get this big search team and spread, you know, you know to, um, with all the restrictions and everything. And they have to go looking for him and they found him and yeah. <laughs> they oh. should have sewn some leaves together and pretended oh, to be Adam and Adam. <laughs> we're like two, we're like two fairies lost in the woods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Now that's uh, the story for you. <laughs> that's what I'm to start with. <laughs> you want to go next, Keith? Well, this isn't exactly a story, but I had an email today about the, I only read the title of it, so you have to kind of Use your imagination. It said that a uh, a white woman was involved in a uh, African elongation ceremony. So I guess she must have been a short woman. She was trying to get taller or something. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, I, that, weird. That, that, that must be it. <laughs> Actually, uh, if you read the email, it doesn't have to do with her being color. <laughs> it has to do with the uh, other parts being color. <laughs> mm-hmm. anyway, I, I just thought that was a curious ha- title for the email that the, this woman's you know, trying to get taller, elongating herself. But that's not what I meant. Anyway, I do have a news article here. This was from last. Did we do this before? A, a bandit uh, involved in a car break-ins was a, a black bear. That sounds bear. awful familiar. Yeah, that. So I'm going to skip over that one. They did respot that bear again just the other day in St. Louis again, but still. Yeah. Um, so let me do this one. Artificial intelligence Mayflower. Uh, had some problems crossing the ocean. Um, it, uh, it had to return to England after a glitch. And, uh, of course, a, a robotic, I guess, version of the Mayflower set out on a voyage so it could, uh, you know, here, here in uh, 2021, when the Pilgrims landed in 1621, I think, and just like the robotic Mayflower had a glitch, the Pilgrims of old actually had a glitch whenever the they just wasn't working. Well, yeah, something. <laughs> they actually had a sister ship. Uh, I don't remember what the name of the sister ship was, but there's the a problem. The the Penta, and the Santa Maria. That was for yeah, Christopher well, Columbus. Oh, okay. The, the, maybe the Mayflower and the June bug. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> But the the other ship had it had to be turned back. So there there was making a a, a humorous uh, parallel that uh, this uh, robotic ship uh, had to turn back. Now the reason why that's kind of important for a robotic ship is uh, the ro- robots can sail the ship, but if there's anything that breaks on the ship, the robots aren't programmed to fix itself. <laughs> oh, so it has to be in top working condition before that ship makes it across the ocean. Boy, I hope they don't try to send a robotic Titanic across the ocean. You know what might happen? I know. It can't <laughs> fix itself. Well, I can do nope. a sail. 
put a bunch of ice cubes out there. Here you go, robotic <laughs> Titanic. But no, I thought it was kind of, kind of a fun story because you know, a robotic ship and they had troubles and yeah. weird. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, my story, my top story, is about a cat that climbed a tree in Oklahoma and his owner decided to go up and help get the kitty cat down only to get himself stuck in the tree. And so they called, I don't know if they called, somebody called the fire department and the fire department came, uh, his engine 27 came and helped get this guy down. Um, says Captain Alan Hancock is who had to help get this guy down out of the tree with his cat because they both got stuck. <laughs> but it didn't say the man's name, so I guess he was embarrassed to let people know that anonymous, he was, it was anonymous. Catwoman and Batman. Yes. <laughs> anonymous. Uh, <laughs> and they don't want to be known. Uh, <laughs> so the cat got stuck and the guy was the brave man went to rescue it and the brave man got stuck. That'd yeah. be funny if the brave fireman got stuck. <laughs> and then yes. who they gotta call? The yeah. lumberjack. <laughs> Superman. Call Lumberjack. <laughs> well, I'll get you all down. <laughs> Just cut the tree. That's what I would do. Wow. So I have a story about a teenage girl in Port, what did it say? Port uh, Jefferson, um, New York. Um, a teenage girl was locked in a bank vault and had to be rescued. And it appears as though a department store or clothing store in New York, a long time ago, their building used to be a bank and they converted the bank vault into a dressing room. And so they hmm. had the big vault door was propped open and they had other doors, you know, like the talk about privacy. <laughs> the salute style doors for the, you know privacy, etc. Right, and so the, she was in there changing clothes, and her seven-year-old brother decided he 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 took the stopper out and slammed the vault door, slammed shut, trapped <laughs> inside. And so the they didn't know how sealed up it would be or how much oxygen she might have. Of course, the mom called nine one one, and the fire department came, and they assessed the situation and figured it would be easier to bust through the wall instead. So they used the hammer drills and the jaws of life and whatever equipment they had on their vehicles. They busted through brick and concrete, 18 inches thick, uh -huh. and was able to make it big enough and get her out, rescued her. She was fine. There was plenty of oxygen. She would have been able to survive. But Yeah, if it's like a lot of bank vaults, there would have been plenty of oxygen to last for quite a while. Now, I don't know, like, with Houdini, you know, his, his, every time they made a safe or a vault, there was always, there was always, to unlock the thing, all you had to do is, there was a, just a, like, emergency, a, let me out button. Right, right, there's a panel <laughs> on the inside, and all you do is, you know, open it up and stick your finger in there and, and hit, right. blur and because safes are, are made to keep people out, not <laughs> out, not in. to keep people in. And on the, on the inside of a bank vault, if you get locked in, what's keeping it locked is there's a the time lock that hangs on the inside of the of the vault door. 
you, you would have to have some tools, like at least screwdrivers, which you probably didn't have. Right. You just uh, unscrewed the uh, the time lock from off the inside of the door, and you should be able to work the mechanism to unlock it. I'll be out tomorrow as soon as this timer goes off. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, because that's how most banks do this. It's a time lock. Once it once it's locked, it's locked. This, if you're on the outside of the vault, ain't no way to open that vault. <laughs> until tomorrow morning at eight o'clock. Yeah. So yeah. that's all I got on that, but I've got you, know, you can go ahead. Susan. Yeah, Keith's probably got another one, don't you? Yeah. I, I got, got one more, but go ahead, Keith. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is uh, another uh ocean related story. A message in a bottle travels across the Atlantic Ocean. Uh Providence, Rhode Island, a teenager has placed a message in a bottle uh, that went across the ocean to a teenager across the sea. Christian Santos uh, in the Azores, which was that in Spain, received a bottle from a a Rhode Island teenager. He put it in the ocean on, on Thanksgiving Day 2017. And apparently he just received it. Wow. Uh, the teenager actually included an email address, but uh, the uh, family in Spain <laughs> tried to email the address, but it wasn't an active email anymore. And so they posted uh, a picture of this note on Facebook, hoping somebody will see it. To let the teenager from Rhode Island know that his message in the bottle made it across the ocean, and only about snail mail. (laughs) Only four years. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do not respond. Do not reply to this message. (laughs) Yeah, it 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 took four years, but who knows? Maybe it took the long way around. You know, maybe the ocean current swept it all over the place. You know, who knows? But yeah, they found his message. Is is trying to get in touch with him. <laughs> Gee, I hope it wasn't an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Jill? Uh, my other story is also out of Oklahoma. My other uh-huh. story was about the cat, but this one is about a boy from Wichita. He uh, went to Oklahoma for a senior class trip, and he caught the largest paddle fish. It was 164 pounds. Um, and it, he didn't know, but it actually won the Guinness Book of World Records for the largest paddlefish. Um, the other one that was caught before was the 151 pounds. What for did it paddle look like? For a paddlefish, I was told, <laughs> looks like a big catfish, but it's got like a spoon, like a duck-billed uh-huh. platypus on the on its face. As opposed to a belt fish or a switch fish or a, <laughs> yeah. a dog fish. <laughs> Something to spank you with, huh? Yeah. Belt, belt switches. <laughs> uh, I've got four. I don't I'm I there I could go through them. They're, they're all have to deal with Guinness Book of World Records. Oh well. So that being said, I could zip through these four because they're all Guinness Book of World Records stories. Um, Zoom right through them, yeah. 
Now, our friend David Rush out in Idaho has broke the world record in wrapping his wife in saran wrap. <laughs> was she aware of this? <laughs> Apparently. That he wrapped her in saran wrap in, in a minute. and did, did she enjoy it? <laughs> yeah. It, it took nine rolls of saran wrap. You had to wrap the arms and legs separate. And so that's about all there is to that story. Wow. Please stand by. Yeah, you were just saying about um, wrapping in cellophane. We got cut off right there. I was going to make a comment, but it's probably just as well we got cut off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And, and so then I have uh, another quick one. Um, uh, uh, Guinness Book of World Records. Uh, uh, the tallest two-foot difference in height between the wife and the, and the husband. Uh, the wife is uh, tall. Then she married a, a midget person, a dwarf, whatever, huh. two foot taller than her husband, to breaking the Guinness record. And then the, how, the tall, last, how, how tall are their heights? Like, well, I don't think it, it might have said, but I was, just, I, was just, I was just trying to keep it short just to say, you know, that there's a two foot difference between, you know, he's well, apparently she was too trying to keep 30, it <laughs> He's 30 something inches tall. And oh, wow, that's not even three feet tall. Right. She's like almost six foot, five, nine or something. I think it said it was in, in England. A British man was bored here recently, and he broke the world's record for stacking five M&Ms. <laughs> wow. Too much time on his hands. Yeah, and, definitely. So, and and uh, so he got the guest book of world records for stacking M&Ms. It took him two hours to do it. And, you know, so. That, that guy could be a chess player. They make their bit. moves in about every two hours. Well, you know, how long would it take me to stack five M&Ms? First, I'm I would eat my them. tongue. Oh, no. be, <laughs> eat one, one stack eat one. <laughs> eat one, stack one. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then real quick before Keith can finish up, with his news was uh, my wife just found a late breaking news, um, found it on Facebook here. There are four states in the United States that have banned fireworks for the 4th of July. That is Vermont, Ohio, Massachusetts, and our great state of Illinois. Why? Banned fireworks? It's residential, residential fireworks. Oh, residential. I say they always do them on the river there and all. Right, but residential. So that's that's all my news wrapped up, a bunch of world record ones, but... Hmm. I, uh, I think I had one more, but that's fine. You can go, Keith. <laughs> handy. Well. I think, I don't know, did you have some more two jokes? Nope, I only did two. And both of mine as weird came from Oklahoma, so I thought that was really unusual. But yeah, well, sometimes you get stories and you just get two in the same area. I, I could go on, but let's go ahead and transition into our, what's words. next? Jill's words or Terry's Jill's top words. ten? But first, attention, attention, calling all local agencies, nationwide. This is a coded broadcast. Avon calling. Take time out for beauty. When Avon comes calling, use Avon calling. 
For a pleasure-filled break in your daily routine, it's time to take time out for beauty. Avon calling. Hi, I am Terry Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. We have more than just makeup and cologne. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com front slash T Hogan Helsley. That is front slash T H O G A N H E L T S L E Y. Thank you. A delay one minute. We always will do Jill's words for... The Quiz Kids, bright, lovable youngsters, ready for another difficult examination in the schoolroom of the air. Yeah, and I was going to say, I know we usually say, if anybody hears or uses any of our words to let us know, well, I was reading a book and I heard the word canoodle was in the book. I was reading a book. It was called Answer Creek by Ashley E. Sweeney. And it was about, um, oh, the people were sitting on the couch canoodling, but this happened before the, at the beginning of the book. The, the book was about, um, who was it? I, it was in the 1800s and the people were going out to the West, uh, all these pioneers, I guess you could call them. And they got stuck right. in the mountains and had to. On the Dahmer party. Dahmer party, yes, yes. That's what the book was about. And they end up having noodles with their noodles. <laughs> well, no, that's why I made sure I said that this happened at the beginning where they were canoodling on the couch before the trip started. Uh, and then once they got in the trip and got stuck up there, who knows? They could have canoodled with... Then they, uh, then they ate each other's canoodles. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Dahmer party, they resorted to cannibalism to survive. Yeah. Years ago. Yeah. Well, there was a few people they said survived, but anyway, that's what I wanted to let everybody know. I did hear one of my words that I was really surprised. But my, my words this week are <laughs> snickersnee. S-N-I-C-K-E-R-S-N-E-E. Snickersnee. I don't think it has anything to do with the candy bar. but no. it's not, or, or probably cookies like a snickerdoodle. <laughs> or like a snicker. It's, 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 by word a snickering speech impediment. <laughs> no. Yeah. no, that's not what it means. I'm just putting out my two cents. Go ahead. It, well, I don't know. Uh, the kind of, you're, you're snickering like, like you're laughing while you're playing skee ball or something. I don't know. Snee, <laughs> shit, snicker, snee. Some sort of laughter, I, I would say, but mm, I think it's no. a candy bar. No, no, no. This word means a long knife. Oh. A long knife? A long knife. I guess that would make sense. Because you you pull a knife and it goes snick when you pull it out of its sheath, I guess. Snickersnee is the sound it makes as you chop people into pieces. I don't know. (laughs) You whip it out and you start fencing with it, I guess. Okay, the next word is cagamosis. C-A-G-A-M-O-U- S I S. That's a cage you keep your mouses in. <laughs> or is Cagamosis. it Cagamosis? Cagamosis? I'm just saying it the way our phone says it. Cagamosis. Cagamosis. Moses. Moses from the Ten Commandments. Uh. Moses. Cagamosis. 
Mando. No help, help. Kagamosis. Looks like bad breath or something, huh? And turn into a butterfly. Well, this word, if you're ready to hear the answer, means Osmosis. an unhappy marriage. Oh. oh, no wonder I don't know what that means. Because <laughs> I guess you're going to put your Moses in a cage, Moses, and oh. I don't know. There should be cage of spouses. <laughs> all, my, all my past ones were cage Moses's. Oh. <laughs> oh, this next one you guys are going to get. This word is flickety split. And that doesn't mean nothing dirty, Terry. Lickety, <laughs> Lickety split. split. Wow. Quickly. I'm going to do it really quickly. Lickety split. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're doing it quickly, yeah. Yeah, that one, that one was actually pretty, uh, we've heard that word plenty of times, lickety split. The next word is Lagordia. It's L. Airport. G oh, that's the word, yeah. Lagoria. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if it was the airport, that was what an early Laguardia. of New York, Laguardia. Yeah. Yeah. A little uh, short guy, but he was a pretty important early mayor. Lagoria. 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 Wow. Lagoria. It's a fear of something. It's uh, something uh, really gross or scary. I don't know. <laughs> Ligoria. Okay. This answer means talkativeness. Oh, that's talkative. Uh, Talk a lot. You're Ligoria. I know someone who does that. Has he got a picture of me in there? <laughs> <laughs> I've talked so much, my voice is cracking. I've been on the- Oh, no. Well, our next word's another easy one. It's klutz. K-L-U-T-Z. Oh, I'm such a klutz. Yeah. We know klutz. Clumsy. Klutzy. Yeah. I was a klutz all day today. This one means an awkward person, but of course you guys pretty much had that figured out. The last word is pendiculation. P-A-N-D- I C U L A T I O N. Pendiculation. Pendiculation. It's a ridiculous pan. Yeah, it's not silly pan pandas. I'll give in. you that hint. Pendiculation. It's a uh, delicious pan. It's <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> pandemic delicious. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pandemic. It's fun to eat. <laughs> it means know. it means a full body stretch. So oh, a full body stretch. Oh, oh, full body uh, <laughs> oh. And that's all my words for the week. <laughs> all righty. Yeah, they were. <laughs> <laughs> there was actually a couple easy ones this time, though. The klutz and the lickety split. Well, not too bad. So what you got for the top, top ten. Terry's, Terry's top ten. And now, ladies and gentlemen, as I said before, tonight we are going to present something of a more legitimate nature, something very unhokey. <laughs> okay. Got, I'm going to use this one. I've had it for a while. It is a list of top ten urban legends that are true. 
Number 10, the man who flew away in a balloon lawn chair. The balloon oh. lawn chair, yeah. yeah. I think I remember that story. The guy actually did it, you know, tied a bunch of balloons to a lawn chair. Larry Walters. Um, they tied, um, trying to see. He, he, they were the oversized balloons, kind of like weather balloons. I think he had maybe 26 of them tied to the chair. He floated uh, upwards and floated away. I, I forget how far they said he flew, but he uh, had to pop a couple come down because he was headed for power lines and stuff. So, yeah. Huh. And so, let's see, number nine is uh, Rat Kings. That has something to do when the rats, they come across some rats that somehow they tangle their tails up together or something. For what yeah. reason, I have no idea. It's just something that, that some rats do. Um, and they have a king. <laughs> <laughs> like like Willard. <laughs> it, they, the two they, of they, us did look no more. <laughs> <laughs> they they their tails get tangled together. They had thirty. The record was thirty two rats had their tails tangled together. Oh wow! And the um, number eight is uh, a dress to die for. The urban legend where um, back in the sixteen uh, hundreds or something, the um, there was a the myth. Urban was they took a dress off of a corpse. One woman did this to get back at her <clears throat> friend and they put the dress on and she wore, her friend wore this dress and the supposedly the urban legend was the uh, embalming fluid that was soaked up into the dress uh, secreted onto the woman and it ended up killing her. Oh, um, wow. And that's but, the urban legend that came true. Well, right. Sort of. I mean, they're saying that usually the embalming fluid stinks so bad you wouldn't really be able to wear it. It stinks. Huh. Yeah. In the, I mean, in the uh, 1900s, when they started dyeing fabric or whatever, when they started dyeing fabric and putting it in dresses, they would use arsenic in the dye, and, and women actually did die from the uh, dye. <laughs> yeah, that would do it. Yeah. And, uh, it probably wasn't bad from their formaldehyde as much as right it, from the arsenic they got. They developed blisters and um, pr pr uh, breathing problems, but a couple of women did actually die, and then they stopped using arsenic in uh, the dye process. They still use it in what, plus all those naked corpses complaint. <laughs> yeah, but they, from what I hear, tell that's what they they still use arsenic in like the pressure treated lumber like out there on all your deck mm -hmm. thing, but. So don't use a splinter. Well, it, it has its uses. It's <laughs> not just a poison. Yeah. Don't use this, a splinter for a toothpick. But uh, <laughs> number seven is uh, alligators in the sewers of New York, urban legend. Huh. We've done stories of we, this. And yeah, we have had a story about that. They, don't, they typically don't live, but I suppose they could. Right, right. That's that's the thing is it's it's true but it's it's not true there's no colonies of alligators living in the sewers people have flushed them down but they don't live forever because it's 
very you know toxic environment and it's cold and alligators don't like the cold of course that's why they're in florida and people flush them down the sewer because they got them as pets and didn't want them and and so they and, and i can see they probably just roam around the, the pipe looking for another pipe to come up in you know right Ooh. number six mm-hmm. is, is cropsy killer which was the urban legend that uh there was a, a actual a man in an asylum who escaped and went out killing people, and he had a hook for a hand. Oh hmm. yeah, that that urban legend. <laughs> it's a boogeyman legend. Yeah, hmm. the, the, typically it's like two a couple are out in the country making out, and they hear a on to, on the top of their car, and the girl sends the, her boyfriend out. And then he ends up being killed by the guy at the hook, and then she hears him hanging up for them on top of the car. Or, or they drive away, and there's a hook on the door, you know, or something like that. They, they find a hook later. Oh. As, as the guy's about to, to get him. Hmm. That's generally how the urban logic goes. Then number five, another let legend what is the uh, giant sea creature that terrorizes sailors which is true there's a gigantic type of squid that mm-hmm. what it is not a big you know yeah, deep, deep. <laughs> yeah a giant sea squid or something mm-hmm. like on twenty thousand leagues under the sea attacks yeah so, yeah sure. It's probably pretty impressive, but I don't think it can take a submarine. <laughs> it's, uh, number four is a real-life beauty beast. You know, in uh, what inspired Beauty and the Beast might be too grim for Disney, but um, back in the, I believe it was 1500s, there was a man who was, it says the disease or whatever, but it it's also referred to werewolf disease thing where you grow hair all over your body and right and it, it's, a werewolf. It's, it's it's prominent amongst people who are hispanic right uh, and it, it's not it's not a i mean it, it's a rare thing but it's not unheard of where you have a guy who just has hair i mean all over his face uh, everywhere it's he grows in really thick looking like a werewolf yeah Gonsalves in the Canary Islands, hypotrichosis, hair growth. And so they thought that because he was covered with hair, that he was an idiot. He was a lunatic. He was, you know, a retard, whatever, for lack of a better term. And right. so they kept him in a cage. And then a, a king, the king of France, I think, uh, at 10 years old, he was a gift to the king of France, Henry the second, second. And the, and the king decided to give the boy a proper education. He found out that he was actually intelligent, but nobody ever took the time to, you know, well, yeah. To, if you treat the kid like an animal, he's going to act like an animal. Right. And so then he became intelligent and then the king made him a noble where he married a woman and had children. And some did have the shared the disease. Some didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where they think that maybe that's where the story of Beauty and the Beast originated. Yeah, maybe oh. did. And so let's see. Then <laughs> number three is 
premature burial. <laughs> what? We, <laughs> Don't burn me when I'm still alive. Oh. We we've been to, did something similar to some other lists of uh-huh. back. You know, they used to sometimes they would dig up graves or they graves would become uncovered and they could open up the casket lids and find fingernail scratches where people were accidentally buried when they were still alive. Right. Uh, I heard know, that they, they used would, to tie a would, bell to the person. Right, is that what you're right. going to say? Right. Yeah, they right. used to do that, but they'd run. For whom the bell tolls, they, right. Yeah. The rope down to the casket in case someone did get buried, they could ring the bell. But the right. reason why they would dig him up is because sometimes they were running out of places to bury people and they would right. redig a grave. Uh, in some areas, like the Middle East, they actually people buried for about a year until they decay enough. And then they just they'll unbury them and put their bones into a smaller box. That way they have you know, r- more room. People. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they, they, uh, Back in those olden days, if somebody got knocked unconscious, they would appear to be dead. You know? And they, they didn't always embalm them. <laughs> and so, if someone died, they would bury them the same day a lot. He's not waking up. It's been three days, four days, five days, a week, you know, well, a month. No, no sometimes they would bury them the same day. Right. Yeah. Um, and so even now, I think in Jewish and in Middle Eastern cultures, the day you, you die, you're going to get buried in 24 hours. <laughs> That's crazy. You would think they could figure out, you know, they've had enough dead people to know when somebody's dead, they're cold or they're stiff. If this person's still limber, he might be in a coma or something, but he would still have a heartbeat and a, yeah. you know, a body you know, temperature. I did some lists where they, people were actually in the morgues, in the freezer, and they're like, dun, 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 let me out of here. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I'm, I'm cold. Dead. Where's my clothes? Yeah. <laughs> I did the list not long ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's been known to happen, and they didn't always embalm people. I mean, I don't think embalming has been around all that long. Well, I'm not, I get. I take that back. The mummies in Egypt were, but you know, that, that was would, different, though. They didn't use the embalming, did they? They pulled out. No, the they they, they basically dried you. They they turned you into a jerky. Oh, <laughs> dehydrated. Oh, essentially. Hmm. Okay, and back to your list. Number two, um, number two is a a, a real corpse uh, as a Halloween decoration. Oh, <laughs> I uh, it, that would be weird in 2015. How come you don't talk very much, kid? Come on, it's a trick or treat. In, in 2015, a woman was accidentally killed by hitting when, like, getting you know, like getting uh, when the car hits, you're getting thrown uh-huh. car into somebody's yard, and they just, just thought it was. Halloween decoration. <laughs> comment how realistic it looked, but found out later when it was a really a dead body. And wait a minute, that's not part of our decorations. Right. Yeah. That that really happened in 2015. Wow. Um number one, a haunted doll. You know, like the doll and Annabelle doll thing yeah. in uh, Japan. There was a girl, uh, a boy brought bought his sister the one of them doll. I don't know what they call. Don't it. buy me one, okay? A voodoo doll. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's um, let me let it play in my ear. 
a uh, a papaku doll or something. That's one of Jill's word word words of the week. <laughs> yeah, I, I could spell across of it. It's a doll, and the the girl took the doll everywhere. It had the you know the bowl type haircut like a lot of oh yeah kids have you know straight like that. Somebody put a bowl on their head and cut their hair. But it was a haunted doll. Huh? Excuse me. And so then. Um, the, the story is, is that the, 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 the girl took the doll everywhere and she ended up, she got killed. And so they would, they had prayed over it and everything. They set the doll as a shrine uh, in remembrance of the girl. And they noticed that after a while, its hair was growing, oh, wow. growing hair. And they had it analyzed and it was actual human hair growing out from the doll. Hmm. And to this day, you can supposedly go to Japan and they have the doll on display. And his hair is 10 feet long. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, they never so, had it. I wonder if this doll blinks. <laughs> yeah. Don't you cut my hair. I will give you the evil eye. <laughs> they named the doll after her and prayed on the shrine and something bizarre happened. The, the hair was getting longer. And they gave the doll to a, a temple with some monks, and it's on display. Where it's on. This sounds like a bunch of Ripley's Believe temple. It or Not. Yeah, right? really. And so it kind of is, you know, but uh, that's my top 10 list anyway. I went oh. trying to keep it a little shorter, but well, it's interesting some of those facts. But we have some room to talk because our anchor topic. <laughs> of computers which covers a wide range of things you two so, go right ahead and talk your computer talk <laughs> all the fun you're having with your computers right now <laughs> yeah well some technical glitches earlier and <laughs> yeah but seems to be continued weirdness uh, and computers are pretty handy I mean you can do just about anything on it that anybody could do we go see it or not. Uh, as long as your power cord is plugged in. <laughs> yeah, they'll kill your battery. <laughs> power is important. But, lose I mean, your notes. Uh, These are all things that happened at the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> and, you know, in the early days of computer, everything was all text. So it was all like a little dots prompt on the screen, textual. And it was it was actually somewhat easy to have a screen reader read that to you. When they started coming out with the uh, the graphic environment like windows where you have icons and windows and things you point and click uh it started to get a little more complicated uh but they found that it still was very usable and even now with you know windows 10 and soon to be windows 11 uh with the windows 11 yeah it's coming out soon i don't know when maybe in the fall um but uh, it's still very usable. Uh, you essentially just have an environment where you got the icons on a desktop. Uh, you can you know, use your arrow keys to navigate up, down, left, and right to find what you want. Uh, if you tab through the elements on your window, you'll tab from your you know, desktop where the icons are to your start button, which is on your, what's it called? The taskbar across the bottom. You tab on through, and there's like a quick, quick area. That's what it's called. I never use it. 
uh, then you have your actual taskbar, you tab again, you have your system tray where your clock and your speaker icons are at. Uh, and then you tab back on your desktop. It's pretty simple to get around uh, just by using some keyboard commands. Uh, um, there's not a lot to it. Uh, then when you use, once you have your computer on, you just open, say, an icon on your desktop and, hey, look, Microsoft Word just opened up. And now you just type in it, you type a letter, type a document. And um, you can do about anything a, a SATA person can. If you want to get fancy and do a spreadsheet, well, you can open up Microsoft Excel and do that. It gets a little more tricky when you're doing spreadsheets, but it's still readable, still doable. Uh, it used to be you could play games in Windows, like uh, Minesweeper used to come with Windows and Solitaire. Uh, I don't know if they include those anymore. I haven't really looked. I think Solitaire it's they in, do. It's in there. But Solitaire is... Spider Solitaire. And yeah, they have all these different new Solitaires. And the JAWS, the screen reader, just doesn't read it well. So they're, Solitaire is not nearly as accessible as it used to be. But uh, Minesweeper was generally pretty pretty easy. You, you just kind of had to have a, a good memory and develop a good mental map to know where, where to avoid the mines. <laughs> <laughs> so you can play some games. You can do some office work. Uh, Usually you have a web browser in there. Well, anymore, people use Google Chrome. Although Microsoft Edge works very well. It's, it's really come a long way since they first developed it. And it works pretty close to being identical to Chrome. At its core, I think it uses the same software. It's just kind of repackaged for Microsoft a little bit. And it's easy to get around. You can, you know, arrow through the page. You can tab from link to link, button to button. Uh, whenever you enter a, an edit field, like to do a search, it'll go pop. Like, you know, you you popped into the field and you just tab out of it or or you can escape to get out of a double form field. And so you can do searches on your favorite search engine, find things find links, click on, read articles, or whatever you're interested in. Uh, you can do email. The built-in email program, probably, in my opinion, is, is better to use for somebody's beginning because it's a lot more simple. Uh, Microsoft Outlook comes with Office products, and it's a well-rounded system that does calendar and reminders and all kinds of stuff but it's a little bit too much i i honestly don't like it i i've never have liked it <laughs> uh, i use it but uh the built-in mail app uh, probably is better on my windows 10 i noticed that i have outlook for my mail but i also have windows mail so i guess that's standard to have two mail well, Windows Mail is what's built in, and oh. Outlook is what comes packaged with Microsoft Office. Okay. So if you don't have Microsoft Office, you still have 
Windows Mail. Windows news. Mail, right. It used to be in the old days, Windows Mail and News, and then it was Outlook Express, and then they changed it back to Windows Mail. For a while, it was Windows Live, I think they called it. Uh, it's, it's basically the same program, but they've kept it updated, so it, it keeps up with the time. I think it would be nice if Microsoft or compatible computers would have like a touch screen like like the Macintosh. They do. You can get a Windows Surface computer, and that's what mm-hmm. the, the Surface is. It's, it's basically a tablet, and it has a... Uh, you can use it as a tablet, or you can put it on to a keyboard to use that way. And so many, so many people come to me and they say, "But how could you use your your iPhone or your iPad being blind? I mean, how do you do it?" And I'm like, "Well, <laughs> you know, you, so, you sometimes you, the, the phone is easier to use than the computer is." Yes, right? that's but my just, finding out. <laughs> I'm just saying that. You can, as far as the using, interface goes, because you can just touch and swipe. Right, right. But see what the people don't, I mean, I'm talking about the basic things like you you think of your mouse is cursor on your screen and you're moving your finger around on your screen to those icons, which are called applications, but they shorten it to apps. And so right. to have to click on it once to say highlight it, but if you went and you clicked on it twice, tap, tap, you would open that. Well, that's how that works for us blind people. Our finger is the right. cursor, mouse cursor, and you hover it over an icon and go tap, tap, and it's going to open it. <laughs> you know? Right. Well, it, kind of the stand that bunny trail just for a second. But that's the main difference with a touchscreen device is without voiceover, people just, oh, I, I want that. I'm going to touch. And whenever you touch and then you release, then it makes that thing happens opens, right click that button you open this app you just one touch bam there it is with voiceover the blind person first needs to know what's being touched so when you touch it all it does is it says what it is right touch phone touch music touch social media or whatever that's what i'm looking for you have what you want then you double tap it so that, that's the that's the key difference. Now, getting back on the computer world, you know, using a mouse, you point and you will click click to open up your icon. Well, with a a blind person, you, you don't really use the mouse per se. I use the keyboard. You, you just net like you said on the desktop screen. You can arrow up, down, left, right. Oh, look! There's my recycle bin. And then to open it, you just hit enter. Right. You could hit space, but on the desktop space doesn't really do anything. You hit enter to open it instead of going. I have it. a question, mm-hmm. you know, that pertains to computers. Yeah. Ask quickly. We're running out I, of time. I, <laughs> I accidentally myself deleted an app off of my desktop. Now, how do I put it back? I deleted my WavePad icon application off my desktop. Now, oh, when I go. No. I you can go to a blank that. spot of the desktop with my mouse and right-click the screen and go down to displays and settings and, and just click on it and put it there on the screen. But not being able to find a, a dead spot. How do you find a dead spot on the desktop using your keyboard to put the application back on? Well, the- if you've deleted it, the first thing I would do is look at the recycle bin and say, oh, look, there's a wave pad. And then you just restore it. But I, I know what you're saying. 
let's say you 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 have a need to click on a blank spot. Like you said, right click on a blank spot, hit display, you can change your colors in your background picture. Whenever you have something selected, it'll for example, recycle bin selected. You arrow across Microsoft Word selected. Well, you have to unselect it. And you do that with control space. Well, and it'll say Microsoft Word unselected. That means the focus is there, but it's now nothing is selected. And it's the same thing now. You can as clicking oh, on the desktop. Okay. As long as you can make see, it make it say unselected, then you can click any. It's right just click. as a, a thing, you know, you know, I, I didn't delete it off my computer. All I did was deleted it accidentally off my desktop. It's still there. I can just do a hit the start button and hit W A and it'll open, right. open it. But I like to have it on my screen. I just wondering how's the quickest way to put it back. So there you go. There's a, a question from a listener. Uh. <laughs> Yippee. <laughs> and, and speaking of the start button, one of the handiest things that they've had <laughs> Windows 7 or was it Vista, when you go hit start button, the first thing that's there is a search box. If you, if you, want to get rid of all the icons on your desktop because you just like to have a nice clutter free with desktop you just hit start there's a search box like terry says w a and it'll autofill wave pad there you go hit enter or maybe you want to email so you do that and you type in you know outlook o u t and it autofills it enter uh, so that search box if you know you have it you know microsoft word just start typing the word It'll it'll autofill it or Notepad or any program. Like you said about solitaire, just type S O L and it'll probably say solitaire. Yeah. It's like, there you go. Or, or try typing mine, you know, M I N, and right. try after the first couple of letters and say Minesweeper. Uh, it could even be a file on your computer that you're looking for. You know, if you know the name of your file you gave. Right. Yeah. yeah. It could. It, it'll try to autofill, especially if it's something that you reuse a lot or you have used recently, it'll autofill that. But let's say, right. oh, it says Minesweeper. I don't want Minesweeper. Arrow down because maybe it's 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 on the list or, or maybe it's not. If you arrow down enough, it just come back to the first item again. And then you may just have to you know, search it from other ways or something. But yeah, you can find files that way. Uh, you can find programs that way. Sometimes it tries to give you a web page that you visited lately that way. Um, so the search box has been really super handy uh, ever since they put it there. Like I said, Vista or or Windows Seven. I can't remember which one started it. Hey, well, well that's that would be an Apple device and say we just find on, out. On, on Apple, you would do something similar. You would do the command uh, command space and you, then you can do a search the same way well, I was just going to say well, what topics uh, would it be if we wanted to have Jill tell everybody how she enjoys her new Apple watch <laughs> <laughs> well that could fit probably under communications I would think or living skills another week <laughs> get ready Jill you can do it <laughs> Yeah. I, I would say that would be under living skills because you know watch helps you hey we did that a couple weeks ago about clocks and things. Yeah, i remember it was clock. a short one <laughs> so anyway there's some ideas just some basics about computers we can get more involved i mean somebody wants to uh 
you know, format a document, you know, putting headings and bold text and bulleted lists and things and center aligned. And if you want to do fancy stuff, uh, it certainly is doable, um, even as a blind person. Uh, sometimes you kind of have to you know, use that mental image to, to, to what I'm thinking in my head, how do I put that on my document, you know, because right. you don't, you don't always have, just look at the screen. How does it look? Well, and, and so how like it when, should look. You tell me when, how when you say like you want to maybe not so much headers, but like say I want to put this title here in the on the in the center of the page. So you want to center it, not put left margin, right margin, right. center. But then make then you got to make sure did I go back to the left? And so then sometimes you have to. I have to have yeah, because you, you type title and it's centered, and you hit enter or your 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 yeah your enter key. Not, but everything you're typing now is centered. It's like ah. centered, right? <laughs> so then, is there a way to make the computer tell you that, or do you have to rely on a side? Of uh, actually, yeah, Jaws. <laughs> if you do uh, insert, I think it's insert F5 or insert F, one of the two, it'll tell you if it's if it's center aligned. Your your typeface, you're using bold or italic or whatever. And so, I found the quickest way to do that is like go back to the top not to your title but and then select everything under it and then just you know change your margin to the left and poop it format scoot everything over yeah and all right so what happens now I was talking about what you do. Yeah. What was we talking about with the computer? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, we kind of got bumped and I got sidetracked. <laughs> and yeah, I, I don't know. It's been, <laughs> what I was talking about was pretty much done with, with a computer. Uh, for anchor uh, topic. Yeah, for anchor topic. So now it's time to uh, move some on emails. To, you know, I think we have one. If you love me and can hear me, let's hear from you. Uh, letters from listeners, actually emails. Uh, this one says, hi, Keith, Terry, and Jill. I have a story called How Old? The other day at work, a co-worker, let's call her Becky, was telling us about her sister who was coming to visit. Someone asked how old her sister was, which Becky paused and thought for a bit. Becky answered, she's half as old as I am. That's how I always remember her age. So someone else, okay, it was me, said, that's neat. So every other year you age, she only ages half a year. Becky had to think about that. And then she said, oh, yeah, I guess it only works on even years. Hope this makes it on the show. Uh. Andrew Anonymous. <laughs> P.S. If you're ever in Canada, look me up. <laughs> I'm, I live on Ragged Ass Road, 
<laughs> yellow knife canada hmm. not yellow snow huh <laughs> i guess not yellow snow canada just their knife for you so that's hmm. our our email so now we better wrap things up now we can do closing thoughts so who has a thought anybody got any thoughts in their little noodles do you know what you get when you cross a lumberjack with a pianist chopsticks (laughs) (laughs) that's it If I had a nickel for every time I was confused, I'd be like, hey, where do all those nickels come from? (laughs) (laughs) The other day, I was washing my car with my friend, and they wondered why couldn't I just use a sponge? (laughs) (laughs) I have thought that what would happen if Spongebob got taller? He'd have to get rectangle pants. (laughs) (laughs) A penny doesn't sound like much until you hear it in the dryer. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have any more. Do you know what you get if you ha- uh, cross a giraffe with a maid? Uh, I don't know, but my feelings have never been so clean. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I had another one, but I accidentally deleted it. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> That's a funny uh, thought of the day right there. <laughs> well, I, I have one last one. I guess we can wrap it up. Recently, a store clerk in our town caught or fended off an armed robber with a labeling gun. Police <laughs> are now looking for a high price on his head. <laughs> looking for a man with a high price on his head. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. That sounds funny. So no. that's what we got. That's Interesting our show for another show. Tune in next week where you may hear Keith say. <laughs> I'm so confused. I want an article. We may <laughs> have some better Avon commercials. Uh, oh, that's not my department to work on, but I can give it a try. <laughs> well, um, this is uh, your host Keith signing off. Thanks for listening. Leave us a rating and review. Send us an email. Tell us your funny story. We'll be glad to read it. Ask us Subscribe. a question about blindness or whatever. Well, I better not say whatever you want, but whatever. I got one more news flash for. Yeah. Here. Okay. Um, everybody listening to this, you're invited to come to our indoor picnic. It's going to be Thursday, July 1st. <laughs> the day that this comes out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you're all invited to come. Everybody come. You're all invited. <laughs> Yeah, and, and Terry's address is. Fifty-seven Edwardsville Road. Yeah, something. Well, again, yeah. hey, this is your host signing off. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> that sounds funny. T S F at that sounds funny dot com. <laughs>